This is Hacker Public Radio episode 3124 for Thursday the 23rd of July 2020. Today's show is entitled Matchbox Restoration Part 5 and is part of the series Model Hacking. It is hosted by Tony Hughes aka Tony H1212 and is about 5 minutes long and carries a clean flag. The summary is In this the fifth in the series Tony discusses the painting process on the castings of the MK10 Jaguar. This episode of HPR is brought to you by Archive.org. Support universal access to all knowledge by heading over to Archive.org forward slash donate. Good day to all in HPR land. This is Tony Hughes coming to you again from Blackpool in the UK. To recap, this is the fifth in a series of shows about my hobby of restoring Matchbox and other die-cast models. In the last show, I went through the process I used to remove paint and prepare the casting for repainting and reassembly. In this episode, we will look at the painting of the castings and, spoiler, what I do when things go wrong. After polishing and before painting, I degreased the casting in some alcohol. I use a cheap own brand nail polish remover from Co-op, but there are many ways of doing this, and there's many products on the market. So use what you have to hand, and a good clean with in hot soapy water, and dry with a lint-free cloth, and then wipe over with alcohol wipes works well as well. Remember to wear gloves when handling the casting, after this process, as the grease from your hands can undo all your hard work. So the first thing to say is that I'm still in the early stages of learning this hobby and use what is referred to as rattle cans in the community. It just means spray can painting rather than using an airbrush, which I will be moving on to at some point so I can mix my own paint colours and not just use colours that are available in spray cans. So far I've been painting the casting outside during the warm weather uh, on dry days with little or no wind or in a sheltered spot behind the garage if the wind is a little too strong. But I've now set up a small portable spray booth in the garage for this so we'll be able to paint in all conditions weather-wise which will make life easier and there's a picture of that in the show notes. So back to the casting. I used a hemostat clamp to hold the casting of this model. It's attached to the post that holds the model together, as it will not be seen when reassembled. I used a grey primer, spraying light coats all over the model until it is completely covered in the primer. Priming helps smooth out any small imperfections for the final paint coat, and as the casting is over 50 years old, it also lays down a consistent base colour and ensures that the colour coat should be the same all over when final paint is applied. As you can see in the picture, it also shows up the casting lines. 
and if desired these can be filed away prior to final painting. As this is a restoration I left this casting as original as possible and left these in. See the next couple of pictures. After leaving the casting to dry for about an hour I came back with the colour coat. The original model was a metallic brown but the nearest match I was able to find at the local pound shop is a metallic gold. Not perfect, but the final results look good, but a little lighter than the original paint. I applied the paint in smooth, fine strokes, getting what is called a tack coat of paint all over the model casting to start, and then applying the other coat, what they call the wet coat, all over until there's no signs of the primer, and it all looks smooth, but with no runs in the paint finish. The balance needs to be just right, with not too little or too much paint, but with practice you get there in the end. Unforeseeable on this occasion there was a reaction with the primer on the rear of the model which caused bubbling of the paint and you can see that in the uh, next couple of images. So after allowing the paint to fill the cure I used a little wet and dry fine sanding paper to smooth out this area and gave the casting another coat of paint and fortunately this time all was well as you can see from the following pictures in the show notes. While the f casting was fully curing, I turned my attention to the screen plastic. I found the best of the ones I had salvaged from the four castings, uh, and see picture eight in the show notes, and gave it a polish with some autosol polishing compound using a cotton bud, and it came out quite nice. I then gave it a wash in soapy water to remove the residue of the polishing compound, and after drying gave it a dip in some pl pledge floor shine which works great. See the next uh, few images. After coating the screen in the pledge, it's placed on a pad of paper towel and covered with a plastic pot to stop dust getting on it while it dries. And that's the next image. Although the original casting had a black painted base, I like the look of the polished base, so I decided to leave this as it was. But if painting the base, it's the same process as the main casting. Well, that's it for this episode. On the next, I'll look at putting the wheels and axles back on the base and the reassembly process. So this is Tony Hughes for Hacker Public Radio saying goodbye for now. Keep safe, everyone, and I'll be back soon with the next instalment. You've been listening to Hacker Public Radio at hackerpublicradio.org. We are a community podcast network that releases shows every weekday, Monday through Friday. Today's show, like all our shows, was contributed by an HBR listener like yourself. If you ever thought of recording a podcast, then click on our contribute link to find out how easy it really is. Hacker Public Radio was founded by the Digital Dog Pound and the Infonomicon Computer Club and is part of the binary revolution at binrev.com. If you have comments on today's show, please email the host directly, leave a comment on the website, or record a follow-up episode yourself. Unless otherwise stated, today's show is released under a Creative Commons Attribution Sharealike 3.0 license.